Last time, Samor, Tien, Agda, and Fifth were off to find missing children. Along the way, they found a mysterious woman, were attacked by were-rats, were blessed by a magic unicorn, and finally made their way to the Dromedas Inn. Let's see what happens inside. At the inn, you can see outside there is a huge stable for horses. It's a huge two-story inn. It's a large structure right there along the road. You can hear some noises like some people have gotten their animals tied up for the evening. You can already feel some of the heat coming off the place and inside there seem to be sounds of people talking but for the size of the inn honestly there doesn't seem to be like a ton of people partying you know what i mean like it sounds like there's probably less people in there than you would expect a building of this size to hold i think before we go in sam's gonna put his hand on agda's shoulder he's gonna nod to tien and fifth and with the woman we'll assume that they take her but he's gonna say go ahead me and agda are going to uh do a little checking outside is, is Betty willing to come in with us, or is... Does she have a choice? Betty, are you willing to come in with us? I don't know. Yeah, I, I really didn't think she had a choice at this point. I mean, I don't want to go in, and I'm going in, so... Ah. If anything, we can commiserate in that. I want a drink that is both fruity and feels like a fight. <laughs> a punch. He just beelines right for the bar. A.K.A. <laughs> Tian's going to eat an entire... Pineapple, fruity, <laughs> feels like a fight. Yes, that's yeah, true. exactly. And like he doesn't it. take he yep. doesn't doesn't take the skin off first. He just starts biting yeah, it. Just, ah! <laughs> that's how you win. <laughs> so two of you are headed inside, and then two of you are gonna do some poking around outside before heading in. Let's go ahead. We'll start inside. So you push open this heavy oak door, and you feel this burst of sort of warm air hitting you. You can see wood walls forming this enormous tavern hall. It's decked with like all of these animal skins and there are trophies, you know, heads of deer and bear and all kinds of other animals that have been hunted. Stairs lead up from the left side of the door and at the center of the room, you can see a bunch of tables spread out. At the back of the room, there's a huge, long bar that takes up almost the entire thing. And behind the bar is an enormous shelf with tons and tons of liquor bottles along all the various levels within the shelf. And then, sort of to the corner of each room, you can hear and see the glowing, bubbling lava chimneys they're actually only about waist high so you know it's it's surprising there could be an accident right if somebody wandered over you could if you were taller than halfling sized easily trip in but i guess they probably don't have a lot of problems with that they seem like they're all the way in the corner of the room out of the way kind of on purpose you said waist high is that waist high for normal humanoid height or for halfling for medium-sized creatures so for you it's about head height cool you're in less danger of tripping in i would say (laughs) i was gonna say because i plan on having a few drinks and i do not want to fall in the lap again (laughs) 
you can see sitting around the bar, there are four elves and a halfling, and behind the bar is a halfling who keeps standing up on a stool to sort of pour drinks and then getting down and and running around behind the bar and getting up on a ladder to reach a shelf of liquor and, and coming back and he's serving these people. They all seem to be talking together and other than that, those are the only people currently within the place on the first floor. The halfling behind the bar turns to you and he says, yeah, welcome, welcome. Uh, what can I get for you? Food? A, a drink? You, you looking for some rooms for the night? How can I help you? Yes, all of the above would be great. I would like, first, <laughs> before anything, some parian punch. Because oh. it is delicious and also tastes like a fight. And I love fights, for I am a fighter. <laughs> Oh, I knew as soon as you walked in the door you were a fighter. You do have fiery hair, after all. Hey, I come do. Come on, come on. Have, have a seat, have a seat, have a seat. Uh, yes, yes, I'll pour you some of our finest parian punch. Uh, do you have horses that need to be locked up? Oh, I have horses. Uh, at this point, I'm going to walk over as well. Yes, we have four horses which need uh, stabling for the night. Oh, excellent, excellent. And he points to one of the elves at the bar. Yulkor can help you. This guy stands up, and he's a pretty burly elf for an elf, and he goes, okay, are they outside? Yes. I will bring them around, and he starts to make his way that way. Let's go ahead and transition outside before Yulkor makes his way out. What would you guys like to do? I say to Agda, I say, perhaps uh, you should use some of your tracking skills and see if you can find any tracks of small children around this inn. Yeah, I want to start, obviously, to corroborate the story that they were there, look at the front, but then try and see if they, see if I see where they would have walked away. All right, so this is going to require a survival check. 22. Whoa! I have a great wisdom score because I'm a cleric. <laughs> so it has been, you can tell, it has been several days maybe even longer at least five six maybe a week number of days since these tracks were made but you do see the tracks of some smaller humanoids around it looks like they come from the barn area where you suspect they're keeping a lot of horses and stuff Um, there's a big padlock on the door you know because you would want your horses to be locked up if you were staying somewhere and and paying for that and you can see that they lead up towards the inn and those are really the only sets of tracks that you can find for kids around yonder when i get close to the barn does it seem like there's only horses in there i mean in terms of perception well of course i could roll perception but i would rather just passively accept my 16 but (laughs) oh sure um so while you're while you're close to the barn and we'll say you're listening ah it is eerily quiet in the barn you can smell terrible smells which is not really anything new for a barn but you would be able to distinguish with such high perceptive skills we're not just talking manure it smells like the manure that's in there is old and rank and being used to cover up an older and ranker smell like dead something 
Oh. That's what you get when you put a rancor in a horse section. <laughs> oh, please, no. <laughs> I'm totally planning on us going in there. Don't put a rancor in there. <laughs> I think we need to get in this in this barn, Agda. I'm with you. But we need to make sure that we're not seen, and neither of us are particularly stealthy. And at that moment... The door opens and a elf, burly for an elf, enters. And he looks, he calls back into the bar and says, Four horses? I see four horses. D- distract him, distract him. And I run around the back of the barn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm on it. <laughs> I love that sound. <laughs> it's like this idea that you've done this so many times. He's asking you guys in the bar, uh, did you have four horses? Because he only saw two of you come in. Yes, four horses. Okay, I'll bring him into the barn. And he walks over to the horses. You can see they get a little fidgety, nervous around him. But he grabs their reins and he pulls them, starts pulling them towards the barn. Hey, hey, uh, essentially I want to... Oh, 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 hey. Hey, uh, so you're going to put the horses in the barn there. Who, Who are you? I'm the fourth person that goes with the fourth horse there. Where is the... Mm, the Aha! He's counting. You can see he's pretty dumb. Score. (laughs) And he says, oh, okay. Why are you out here? Go inside. Get food and drink. I just wanted to make sure the horses were taken care of. Yes. Essentially, I want to distract him by like trying to go through like his his routine that he does with the horses, like (laughs) when they're fed and everything like that. Gotcha, gotcha. How often they're brushed. Uh, I care about my horse. <laughs> and he says, we, we feed them every morning. We make sure they are fed. We, I unmuck the stables. I make sure they are watered. And, and uh, if they are ridden and you bring them back, I will brush them just like I will now to make sure that they are clean for you. Um, do you have any other questions? This one's, this one's mine. His name's Duran. Be, be really nice to that one. <laughs> and he sort of, you see, he sort of holds out his hand. That'll, that'll cost you extra, buddy. I, willing, I willingly shake his hand and then head towards the tavern. <laughs> <laughs> Just nick him with a, with a sharpened silver coin. Yeah, you should have totally given him a silver coin. <laughs> While he is distracted, Sam, do you want to do anything? I will have run around to the back of the barn, and I'm looking to see if, while I'm running around to, I'll just keep on looking. Is there any, like, high up windows? You do see a, a sort of loft-style window on the back. That is what I'm looking for. So I am going to look down at my belt, which is made of a chain of monkeys. Yeah. From James Intracaso's website. It's fantastic, the belt of the monkeys. <laughs> and I will activate it so I, not only can I climb better, but my tail is now like it is a, another limb. Uh, and I'm going to try and climb up and scale up to jump into this loft and hide there quickly and hope that... I basically want to climb and then not move because I am not going to be that quiet. So I will roll and uh, I will, because this is a dire situation, I feel like I'm going to use my inspiration to make sure this happens. And with the belt of the monkey, I also get to add double my proficiency to my climb check. So Nice. Okay, and I need it. So my climb check turned out to be a 17. Nice, which is more than enough to be able to get into this window. And as soon as you make it up to the window, the 
smell of decay and old manure oh. hits you right in the face. <sighs> yeah, and it's almost if if you aren't a stronger fellow, you might retch right there, right? Yes. Um, and <laughs> I I cover my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you see in this inn towards the back, so really right underneath where you are is a pile of dead horses uh, just dead not like ripped apart or anything uh, so it looks like the ones on top are just dead the ones underneath okay. do look like they have been ripped apart but it looks like almost mm. whatever happened maybe they got more horses than they could consume Good. felt like not taking care of them you know and so this this is like this is like dudes just shooting buffalo and leaving them there uh so it's oregon trail so i'm i'm totally just <laughs> taken aback <laughs> at the same time a little bit it's Oregon Trail at the same time a little bit like relieved because we thought something was dead in here that it's not children <laughs> right right because <laughs> that would be terrible but so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna pull out both my crossbows because I'm kind of pissed off right now and lay low on these on this loft trying to conceal myself just from being quiet and wait to see what the reaction is of the stable hand coming in Excellent. And you can also see, so there's one other thing I should point out. There's a few carts and wagons in here as well. It's a large barn. Mm -hmm. And there is what appears to be one large cart that is richly decorated. It's equipped with, with the same sort of magic material the horseshoes are made out of that your horses are wearing. Its wheels are made out of this magic material to speed it along. And it is large enough to hold like a large group of people and comfortable enough that it looks like this would be something a bunch of rich kids would travel in basically could i ask a qualifying question even though i'm not there sure are there any living animals in this barn there are not but there uh, other than uh sam not that he can see uh, but there are about to be yeah. some well i mean yeah. for, for a hot minute that's the thing for a, yeah, no, I don't. I'm trying to figure out if Sam is going to attack or if he's going to go. I don't want to arouse suspicion, and our horses are not worth it. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to find out. <laughs> so let's go back into the bar for a second. Yeah, give me give me more time to think. <laughs> so in the bar, that is when Agda comes walking back into the bar, and you hear, Ah, yes, that's the fourth member of your party. Uh, I must ask you about the girl. And they turn to manacled Betra and they say, This young divine creature was staying with us for some time. Uh, she left in the middle of the night without paying her bills, so I'm glad you brought her back. Uh, what, uh, what is it that, uh, that you have her tied up for? Surely you didn't think to bring her back to pay her bill, did you? How much does she owe? She had stayed here uh, quite a quite a few days and had run up her tab quite a bit. She owes about 20 gold pieces at this rate. Ah, uh, I will pay her bill and and then I put 24 gold pieces on the the counter and slide them over. Can I put my drinks on her tab? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Tien, you may not. So he starts he pours out the parian punch for all of you, turns to Agda and says, well, uh, what will you have? Perhaps something from of a Bragonian vintage would be nice for ah, you. Yes, a taste of home. I could do for that. Excellent, excellent. How about this uh, Bragonian black rum that I have here? We'll put hair on your chin. I don't know if that's a normal thing for female dwarves in your world. <laughs> oh, it's it's okay. it's not, and it's also he does not mean okay. it literally. <laughs> he means a no, no. I knew that. I'm like, well, do I like already have a beard? Huh. Yes. 
What's the biggest size it can come in? Oh, I suppose I could put it in a pint glass for you if you so intend to. It comes in pints? <laughs> uh, but that would, be, that would be quite a bit. I might as well just give you the bottle at that rate. That is the perfect option. Ching, ching, ching. I'll just uh, put this on your tab, shall yes. I? Put it on her tab. Excellent. I would say no to that. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay, put it put it on my tab then. My name is Fifth of Cloud Gate. <laughs> this is also a lie. <laughs> so you can see uh, he's filling up the drinks. And uh, are you guys sitting at the bar or at the table? I was at the bar. Yeah, I, I'm still standing by Tien. I haven't. Mm. I don't look comfortable here, so I'm just kind of standing, and I kind of have um, Bertie in, like, arm's reach. I would try and get a meal as well, as I am want to do, and then I would want to also typically sit sit at a table, kind of out of the hustle and bustle, and then use an insight check on the general goings-on of the... It's only about one group of people in the bar right now. yeah. So the first thing they do is they hand you a, uh, both, because I know Tian also asked for this, a menu of dried meats ah. that you can order. As he hands it over, could I ask him if they have any green meat? Good oh, one. Oh, yes, yes. Of course, of course we do. We get it imported from Verda. They have some type of magical snake called a nagar over there. Uh, and that is dried nagar nice. meat. Yes. Is it actually called a nagar, or is that just they get halfway through saying the name, and then it attacks them, and they go, ah! <laughs> oh, you know, I, I don't know. Those, those, uh... <laughs> they have such strange words for things over there that that could be the case. <laughs> I've never been myself, uh, but I'd love to go before I die. Uh, but, you know, there's, there's always work to be done here. Is there? It, it, it seems like it's a bit slow today. Oh, I, you know it is. It is not a lot of travelers on the on the roads lately. Why is that? I mm, couldn't couldn't tell you. I I am not not really sure what that is. So Agda, you're inciting the heck out of this. You you bet uh, I am because and, uh, I roll you. I rolled a twenty three. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's he's hiding something. He probably does have a good idea about why that is. Hmm. He's going to come over to you. You can see he's trying to feel you out. Like, he's trying to get And an I'm idea. just looking at him so weird and just, like, giving him the weirdest looks and, like, smiles at things just to, like, <laughs> because that's the way my face reacts to these situations. And I'm not happy to be here to begin with, so. <laughs> uh, so let's go ahead. We'll go out to the barn, transition out to the barn for a second. The barn door is open. The padlock is unlocked, and you see the burly elf standing there, looking around. He uh, leads the horses in and close the, closes the barn door behind him. <sighs> he takes your horse, uh, of Agda. Oh, I was going to say, the, of course he goes for mine first, right? <laughs> no, he takes the horse that Agda made a big deal okay. out and said was so important oh, to Oh, man, her. what a jerk. Uh, and he, st- he pulls out his rapier. Oh, jeez. Uh, and starts going shh, shh to the horse. I've and, got and, my and, uh, crossbow drawn, and I, <laughs> I have, like, beads of dragonborn sweat coming down, <laughs> gritting my teeth. <laughs> and he says, I'm sorry, but this is easier than brushing you. <laughs> 
Know that your master will agree with me soon. And my finger goes to the trigger. <laughs> and he, he pulls the rapier up and brushes it gently against the horse's face. And then puts it out to the side like he is about to stab it in the head. And I'm like, my hands are shaking and <laughs> I grip my teeth and I put it down. <laughs> I put the crossbow down and I shake. I, I turn the other way. I can't even look. And you you hear the soft whinny, uh, which is this horse's last Drawn! <laughs> and a large thud as Drawn hits the ground. I am sorry, Ardalus. I am sorry. The rest of the horses will meet the same fate, unless you plan on uh, inter- <laughs> a, intervening. A single tear <laughs> from my eye. <laughs> I'm in the bar, sitting there going, do you know what I really love? Horses. <laughs> I love horses. <laughs> Especially our horses. I mention this for no reason. They are the best horses. They're fighting horses. For I am a fighter. That's what goes on over there. So the the halfling behind the bar looks very confused and says, but do you really know what happens when the moon is full with this one? It's being very obvious now at this point. Uh, I... Well, if she's awake and outside, she's well lit. <laughs> this is very true, Tien. But I think also she turns into a very big rat. Is this not true? Is is this what we are getting at? He uh, he looks and he says, uh, she has received a gift. And you can tell at this point all of the other elves who are at the bar are looking at you. I get this. I get this all the time. So, <laughs> oh man, our horses died for nothing. <laughs> so much for being inconspicuous. <laughs> I'm putting that on a t-shirt. <laughs> our horses died for uh, nothing. For nothing. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they say, has she given you her gift yet? I'm not gonna lie. This is going to escalate yes. right now. I re- I'm, okay. Um, uh, I'm going to... Can I use persuasion and say, we received a gift from a lady. Ooh. We did. Not yeah. I like that. Okay, so go ahead. Use, use persuasion. I got 16 plus 3. So they look at you. They're all sort of nodding. When he says that, I'm going to pat my, uh, my thigh... <laughs> which happens to be where my longsword is, but it's also a thigh, which can get bit. So I'm going <laughs> to pat my thigh. Could, could I also potentially use sleight of hand to just sneak a couple of silver coins <laughs> into, into your my hand then. between my fingers? <laughs> sure, sure, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Uh, I rolled a... S- Do you have inspiration? You should use that. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I, I rolled an 8, 9, 10, 11. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-oh. So instead of sneaking, uh, he pulls out his bag and goes, Shh. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, four silver coins. So you see the, uh, the bartender looks at your fists and then looks up at you and says, Then show us, your, show us where you received the gift. Show us your scar. He nods. He says, The halfling, then. So I'll assume that everyone's paying fairly close attention to... That, situ- that situation, you, yeah, I will try and be inconspicuous for what I will then be very conspicuous. So I'll try a stealth roll, mm-hmm. and I will use my inspiration. I have a 16. 
And oh, that right. means That's great. that I will be casting a third level spell to start this off. Nice. So what are you casting here? I am casting Spirit Guardians. And you call spirits to protect you. They flit around to a distance of 15 feet. So anyone that starts their turn must make a wisdom saving throw. And on a failed saving throw, they will take 3d8 radiant damage. Ooh. We all about this radiant damage. That's awesome. And are these guardians visible? Yes, they appear as angelic creatures all right. flitting about. Also, key factor that I should mention, you can designate any number of creatures you can see to be unaffected by it. Thought I'd oh, make sure I excellent. point that out so that I don't murder you guys. Or that if you do, we know exactly why. <laughs> all right, so we are going to go ahead. You can all roll initiative. I'll get it from you in a second. But first, I want to transfer outside. Sam, you see this guy as he puts the last horse into this big pile. Says, it's been a while since I had fresh meat. And starts gnawing on one of the horses. I really hope we're loud inside so that he could just drop. Well, on that's it. the thing. My dilemma is I'm trying to be quiet. Mm-hmm. I, I, Sam is Sam is going. He's to, not aware of the plan. Yeah, Sam is going to under his breath curse and draconic Islanus, uh, and then he is going to just say, look at this guy and just say, I will kill you. By the faceless sky dragon, I will have your head. Nice. But he's going to put away his his two crossbows. He's going to have his hand on his his scimitar, his magically imbued one, but he's going he's going to wait until either this guy leaves or a eruption of noise happens because he's he's fully in this poor horses just died. We'll sneak attack these things. He has no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. So go ahead, roll initiative just so we can have you join the fray because there's about to be an eruption okay. of noise. <laughs> so who got above a 20? 22. 16. 19. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> You're like that jerk on the Price is Right who always bets a dollar more. Uh, bet a dollar? I bet uh, 501. Oh. 12. Tian, you see these spirit guardians uh, spring to life. You have worked with Agda before. You know that this means battle is afoot. What would you like to do? Reach across the bar, grab the barman with one hand, and swing my silver fist with the other. I like that. So go ahead. One of your attacks will be a grab attack. So make that just like you would a normal attack. Make a strength check. 14 plus 3. You grab the barman, for sure, and pull him into you, and you are going to punch him with your silver hand. Yes, I am. Roll an attack, and we'll say, since you are grabbing him, we'll give you advantage mm-hmm. on this check. Lovely. So that's 14 plus 7. Okay. You definitely uh, hit with your punch there. As I do that, could I whisper sort of in his face just before I swing my fist forward? This is my fighting hand. <laughs> absolutely. You absolutely can. And get inspiration for your quip. Hmm. Since it's a punch, it'll be a D4 plus either your dex or strength, whichever is higher. Six. Six damage. And we will say he now has silver coins embedded in his face. <laughs> he starts to uh, turn. His face starts to elongate and starts growing black hair along it. 
all out of his cheeks and nose and lips and stuff. It is Samor's turn. Samor, you hear a great clatter in the hall. Tian, do you yell anything when you do this? Sounds like you were whispering. I whispered. <laughs> For the first time ever, in the most unuseful... <laughs> the best time ever. <laughs> I did not shout, I'm a fighter. <laughs> so, yeah, do I don't hear anything suspicious at this point. I mean, you hear... It sounds like some thing fell or somebody knocked into something but it's not enough to necessarily i would like to be alert and readied but i will pass on doing anything right at the moment but i'm super alert yeah okay gotcha so we're, we'll say you're 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 ready i draw to... both of my scimitars um and i'm i'm just, oh, I'm just ready to fall upon this yep. guy yep, that's exactly. awesome yeah i can if i could crouch i will do that gotcha well it is their turn it's the elves' turn, actually. So there's three elves here. Uh, the one elf is just going to continue chowing down. The three elves in the bar, the first thing they do is polymorph into giant rat-humanoid hybrids. And they are brown and black and white, one of each color, as they stand up off the bar and transform into these things. That is their turn. Well, that's all they can do. That means that they get to make a DC 15 wisdom save or take 3d8 damage. And if they save, they will take half what damage. Are you? Oh man. So two of them failed. We picked the wrong thing being fighters, guys. Apparently. <laughs> so 17 damage or eight um, for the one that saved. And also, their movement speed is cut in half. Sweet sassy molasses. So that is a big hit to them. Side note, just just a little behind the scenes. So I rolled to see whether or not I would allow it to affect Betty. And essentially a wisdom save as to yes or no. And I rolled a 20. So she was not attacked by me. Oh, that's good. Because she might turn into Thank a were rat if she was. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if she turns into a were-rat, she might get attacked by something else. So. so you hear now what are clearly screams of pain coming from the place, and you can hear the familiar sound of Agda's spirit guardians doing their thing. The were-rat elf, who is already transformed and chowing down on the horses, looks up. It looks like he's getting ready to move back towards the inn. So, Samor, if you would like to go, you can. Yeah, I would like to jump down in front of him. Nice. Do you want me to roll something for that? Yeah, athletics or acrobatics. It can be your choice. I'm going to do a athletics, and I came up with a 15. Nice. That is great, especially wearing your belt of the monkey. Yeah. You are able to land right in front of him. I land down in front of him. I look him in the eyes, hoping that there's some, like, surprise there. And I oh, just, there definitely I is. I just quietly growl at him, you piece of rat filth. And I open up my mouth, and you can see inside of it swirling flames. And I'm going to let loose a breath attack, hoping that it not only hits him, but it lights the pile of horses on fire and the barn as well. So. Nice. <laughs> and I will do eight points of fire damage to him and hopefully cause some other damage. I would then also like to use my action surge at this point. Sure. 
So does it seem like there is a fire building behind him? It does seem like the large pile of animals and stuff begins to go up. And you can tell it's if this thing catches on fire, this barn is going okay, to. Okay, perfect. Sure so I would like to use my first attack to not attack him with my scimitar, but I want to try and push him back so that he falls into the pile of burning horses. Nice. Okay, yeah, make a, make a strength okay. check. Uh, and Nat it be 20. Ah, okay, all right. So normally that would be opposed by him, but I'm not even going to bother. Uh, so you push him back into this pyre where he takes more fire damage and is... Ah, he's like burning. He's caught unawares. If you would like to use your second attack yes. from your action surge to do anything to him, I would. you have advantage on this attack. Oh, fantastic. Good, because my first roll wasn't that good. And my second roll was worth. So um, I, I use my... <laughs> oh, no magic scimitar and i get a a 12 that is actually enough to oh, hit oh nice him. so cool. he is unarmored all right so scimitar nine points of damage to him so since he is now on fire he's actually going to take more damage at the start of his turn that would normally kill him so let's say you end him right nice. here how does that happen i will have kicked him back into the fire and then i will swing my magical scimitar around and it will bring it down and just drive it right through the middle of his face, pull oh it out, gosh. spit on him, and then turn it around because I'm going to start rushing towards the... <laughs> the I, nice, I don't want to be in this nice. burning barn. I, I'm not uh, fire... <laughs> what about the wagon? Fire resistance. <laughs> oh, the wagon. <laughs> oh, wait, no, it doesn't matter. We don't have any horses anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, yeah. Unless, yeah, you <laughs> unless you're a cleric who can raise the horses from the dead. So, yeah, so you leave the burning barn behind you. Probably don't look back. No. Cool guys cool don't guys look at don't explosions. Look. Yeah, which, exactly. I don't know if there's going to be an explosion. Exactly. Yeah, of course, as the manure Exploding catches fire, horses. The, the, the methane People gas from the manure makes a fireball. It just looks awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you come out of this burning thing, uh, and the fight is on in the thing because it is fifth's turn in the inn. I don't know if this is going to require an action, but what I want to do is I want to, like, push Betsy down and say, stay calm, just because I she's manacled on the feet, and I don't want her getting involved on either side, honestly. Sure, you can do that as okay, a free yeah, yeah. action. Just stay calm, and I just kind of like push her like behind the bar so she's out of harm's way. And then I'm gonna pull the star lance, and I'm going to start lighting up. I think the guys on the bar are they still alive, or are they they yeah, they crispy? Yeah. So everybody is still okay. alive. Uh, the dudes on the bar are crispy though. So there's one who passed his save, who's a little less crispy, and there's two who are crispy, and then there's. A halfling who has not gone yet, and the bartender who also has not gone yet. Right. I'm going to start with the, the elf who's not crispy then. Does a 15 hit? It does. Okay. Then I got two hits on the one that is not crispy. Okay. Uh, 17 total damage between nice, the two attacks. Nice. Nice. So he takes two hits right in the chest and is staggering. Uh, he's still up, but he looks worse than his crispy companions now. Agda, it is your turn. I will do Sacred Flame then on the closest were-rat. Yeah, that'll be you rolling a DC 15 dexterity save. Okay. I fail. Seven points of radiant damage. Cool. So that'll be one of the elves that you hit earlier? 
The halflings both turn into were-rats as well on their turn, and that's all they can do. So do more do spirit guardians hit them as well? Yeah, at the start of their turn. So it's a wisdom saving throw. One passes, one fails. Do you want to use the damage from before, or do you want me to re-roll it? Sure, why don't we roll it once a turn? That way it's faster. 16 is pretty dang good. So the bartender looks terrible after getting punched in the face, and he also failed his save. Why don't we go ahead and we're back up at the top. Tian, it is your turn once again. Can I take a sort of passive look around the bar and see if anyone, any of these were-rats have one eye and are missing some fingers? That is an excellent question. You do not see that here. Okay, I'm going to get my crossbow up and I'm trying to shoot him with my magic crossbow. Do it. Just like a fighter would. 13. That's a hit. Awesome. Roll. D8. I got eight plus Uh uh, five. So so what happens to him? How does he uh, expire? I bring up the crossbow, look down its length, I fire a bolt, it it goes into his eye, the force of it actually drives his entire head and body back into the um, the bottles behind uh, him. Yes, yes. And just slams into and shatters. Of course. <laughs> the most expensive bottle. Nice, nice. It starts dripping down his face as he slumps to the floor. Back to Sam's turn. So I'm going to rush towards the inn. I'm assuming I'm hearing even more commotion coming from inside. Oh, yes. Yeah, certainly. I, I will get to the the doors. I'm hoping they have saloon-like doors because I'm just ready to kick them in. Uh, and as I kick them in, I, I yell out, What in the world did you guys do? And do I have time to do anything since I got there? Or I don't know how far of it. Yeah, we can say it's one move to get to the okay. door, so... I'll use both my crossbows. So I doubt that I hit with my first one, which is a nine. The second one possibly with a 15. Yeah, that hits. And that will be damage. Uh, One damage. Take that. (laughs) (laughs) It is because it's one damage. uh, It is actually ineffective against this were rat who turns and looks at you. uh, And then runs at you, eager to bite you. He wouldn't be if he saw the last guy. It dives at you with a 14 with its bite, which misses, although an 18 to hit with its rapier for six damage as it pierces you. And then the other elves, we should go ahead and uh, roll for them because one of them might die from the spirit guardians. Two of them managed to save this time. Uh, One does not. 15. So yes, one of them definitely dies. The other ones look awful, even though they passed their saving throw. So one attacked Samor. The other one is going to run and attack Tian. A snapping bite misses you, but he actually uses that bite to get you around, and the bite was a feint, and he got you with his scimitar for six piercing damage. Can I use a combat superiority maneuver to parry that? Yes, you can. Yay! You're a fighter! (laughs) I'm a fighter! Expend one die when you are hit with a melee attack. Reduce the damage you take by the die roll plus a dex modifier. I will roll my die. And I got a four. And my dex modifier 
is plus four, so eight. Nice, so it's nothing. You you parry that <laughs> away. You saw the feint coming a mile away, uh, and it is Fitz's turn. I can split my shots, right, for my attacks? Oh, sure. Yeah, I'm just going to take one at one of the guys who's who's looking not so hot to try to put him down, and then hopefully put down another one. A ten doesn't hit them, right? No. I was hoping against hope. Ooh, nat 20. Nice. Oh, okay. No need to roll damage. <laughs> what happens? I level a shot at the first guy and uh, aim high and I miss. And then I move to the next target and it just goes off and his head pops like a grape. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but instead of instead of blood, it's mostly this white light as the, as the bolt kind of... <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> like how you let off your warning shot inside. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That, well, remember, family-friendly podcast, so that's why it's white light. So it is now Agda's turn. So for the one that died with the Spirit Guardians, definitely is a recreation of the scene out of Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> How many are left? There is one halfling and one terrible-looking elf. I will go for the terrible-looking elf with Sacred Flame. Reflex, right? Or, yeah, me? Dex. What's the DC? DC 15. He fails. And because I'm fifth level, I get to roll 2d8 on... Which means because he has two hit points, uh, he also oh. uh, gets face melted yes. and falls to the wow. ground. Yes. Uh, I, I feel like the spirit guardians are going to push my sacred flame through him. <laughs> oh, we got this. Which leaves one sad halfling were-rat who does save on his roll against the guardians but will still take half the damage he yells as loud as he can at the ground Elkaius they are coming for you and then in a seeming rage hurls himself at Fifth that's mistake (laughs) (laughs) Fifth, what is your AC? My AC currently is 16. His short sword misses you, but he does bite you. Ah! Four piercing damage. And make a constitution saving throw. Ay, ay, ay. Don't worry, Agda's more than ready to <sighs> handle this. <laughs> 15. All right, yeah, it's just, uh, well, I guess we'll find out next full moon. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, you, you, you do not feel a sudden urge to scurry around. I was about to say, of all the were-creatures, why a rat, please? <laughs> Honestly, any of the others, I'd welcome it, but please. A were-butterfly. <laughs> I am a were-butterfly already. Oh, gosh. <laughs> We're back to team. <laughs> There's only the one rat left, yes? Other yes. than our lady friend who hasn't ratted. <laughs> right, right. How, how is Betty, by the way? She is terrified and she is hunched over, uh, but she is not ratting, ratting out oh, good. at the moment. I'm going to fire my crossbow at the last rat. And I'm going to sort of try and aim for his... Okay, nice. Roll 20. Oh, that hits. Don't. One plus five. Magic crossbow. Yes. <laughs> yep. Because of the unicorn Because of magic. the unicorn magic that I got by fighting a unicorn. <laughs> and defeating Ardelis. Samor Yarjaret, it is yes. your turn. I will run over to that last one and a- attack him twice if need be with both my scimitars. My first is definitely a miss. Uh, my second is 18. With my magic one, I am doing seven points of damage total. Nice. 
And he is still up? He is still up. Okay, with my non-magical, I will come around and does a 14 hit. It does. And so he will do another seven points of damage. Oh, this guy's on his last legs. The spirit guardians take him out on his turn because he has one hit point left. So there's no way, uh, (laughs) even if he saves, that he is surviving a bat. So you hit him twice, Samor, and uh, he melts before you, and the were-rats are all down at this point. What happened here? <laughs> well, there were a bunch of rat people, and then we killed them. <laughs> so yeah, you were, you were right there with us. <laughs> what happened to trying to be inconspicuous? They wanted to fight. <laughs> well, our horses are all dead now. <laughs> what? Way to bury the lead. So we, we heard noise coming from what, downstairs or upstairs? So he yelled at the, at the floor of the first... So, like, he yelled at his feet. So he was yelling into the basement, possibly. So I'm going to point with my scimitar at the floor and say, let's make them pay! I'm really hoping there's just one down there, because he only, like, yelled out one name. So I'm really... Like, we get down there, and there's just Elkyrus and no one else, and that'd be oh, great. This would probably be a good time to ask... Oh, these were all elves. I was not here. So there's no children, once again. There are no children. Once oh again. goodness! I'm just fearing that halflings. point where we see dead children. <laughs> That's just not going to be a good moment. Listen, I took the family-friendly note to heart. Uh. <laughs> As we're kind of like catching our breath here and 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 you know uh, getting ready to mount up and go downstairs, I'm gonna say to Betty and say, uh, "You stay with us, or do I need to tie you here?" Uh, uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't want to be left alone. Signed by me. I would be afraid of what would happen if we left her here. We don't know if there's anyone else coming to us in. <laughs> this is true. And there's kind of a a glowing spotlight outside. So <laughs> <laughs> That is also true. Uh, out the window, you can see the barn is now completely ablaze. And, uh, and smells like delicious smoked meat. Oh, gross. <laughs> yeah, I think when the moaning the moaning and the dying has stopped, we kind of start hearing the crackling yeah. of fire. We're just like, wait, what did you do? I hope that bar right. is a good what distance do? away what from the What did you do? Yeah. We, what look did outside, you do? we look outside and it's uh, like, well, how could you dare think we were being conspicuous? <laughs> you probably started a forest fire. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Did we see an entrance to the basement when we were outside? I know that we didn't really go around the entire inn, I don't think. You did not see an entrance to the basement when you were outside. Do we see one in here? Would you like to look around? I would like to get my bolts out of the creatures that I put them in. So you can definitely do that. You can go and uh, retrieve your bolts. Lovely. Can I take a bit of a sort of sideways glance around yeah, while I do so, that? Yeah, uh, so while you are receiving your, your bolts, you note on the bartender, while you're, you're feeling around on him, you actually find a, a small key. It doesn't look like a key that would be to like a door of a house or anything, um, more like a, a smaller maybe closet key or chest key, that kind of thing. And you note that while you are there behind the bar patting him down, there is a trap door behind the bar. Hey guys, I I've, I found this key that I believe is to a not a door, and also I found not a door. <laughs> you also find underneath the steps there is also a little closet to like a Harry Potter style bedroom. It looks like <laughs> nice. 
There goes my joke. <laughs> yep, I beat you to it. <laughs> uh, hmm. Well, you I know, don't tell the others about it. <laughs> uh, well, everybody I mean, can see the the closet under yeah. the stairs. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the I'm gonna go to the the Harry room first, just because I feel like it's not gonna go anywhere far. And while he's wrenching bolts and coins out of people, I feel like we have like two minutes. Okay. Yeah, you do. You definitely do. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try the door under the stairs and see if it opens or if I need a key or. Something. Uh, it is locked. Uh, when you get there. And you can see a keyhole to the door. TN, can you toss me the key? Oh, no. <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> um, I forgot about the magma. No, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I see that it's locked, and I come back over to the group. I say, this is locked. Perhaps we calmly walk the key over there? <laughs> with, with a, in a very tight grip? <laughs> I, I hand the key over to you and absolve myself of all responsibility. <laughs> so you bring the key back and you're able to, to open up the door. It, the key does indeed go to this door. When you open it up, you can see this is a smaller pantry and it holds a lot of the imported liquors and meats. Uh, you can tell by the, the way some of these smaller crates that are in here are barreled. They're holding some of the dried meats. You can see the, the various liquors on the shelves. We did it. Here. <laughs> Wait, no, that's not what we're here for. <laughs> we will definitely take these things, but first, Akiris. Go ahead and roll a perception check while you're in there. Oh, fantastic. 24? While you're in there, you're, you're walking around and you feel a loose floorboard underneath your feet. Can I do it with my hands or do I need to get a, a pry bar of some kind? You get down there and you can definitely lift it up with your hands. Okay, I do so. You lift it up. You can see there's a sort of a large case inside, large wooden case with hinges on it. And when you open that up, you see it is a silver dining set. Forks and knives and, and that kind of thing. That look like maybe is worth quite a bit of money. And it also contains four steak knives, which can be wielded as silver daggers. But wait, there's more. <laughs> silver fist, would you like some forks for your knuckles? <laughs> yes, that's Wolverine. exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I can bend them so they like rings. <laughs> he's, the, he's the lord of cutlery. <laughs> okay, cool. So I'm going to bring that with me. I'm going to leave the rest. I'm going to leave the door open and whatever, but I'm going to bring the silverware over to the bar, which is, I'm assuming, our little meetup point right now. Yes. Yeah, it is. And then I think once we're all breathing the same way, we should probably see if this key works on the trap door. It does not. Cool. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> I, I raise my scimitar. <laughs> did did all these guys get searched? All of the guys have been searched. Oh, I should mention that grand total together they have 170 gold nice. pieces, including what's behind the bar. Does that include what we handed over to pay for the tab? Uh, that does include what you have handed over to pay for the tab. <laughs> I'll take that back okay. personally. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, the, the man in the barn, did you check him? There's nothing left, <laughs> as you can see, out the window. <sighs> Fiddlesticks. Maybe he had the key. 
I'm feeling very antsy. Uh, my thoughts are just, I don't know if there's kids down there. And if they're, you know, if, if this guy is put under any kind of fire, I am afraid that he might just start biting kids. So with the key not working, I'm going to try and shove my scimitar into the floor and try to use it as like a crowbar to try and just rip this latch open. Yeah, I, I was actually going to take I was actually going to take my axes at this point and, and try something similar. If we both do it together, it'll probably be better, right? <laughs> as you shove your scimitar in here, go ahead, Samor, and make a strength check. I'm going to ask Fifth, help me. Together we are stronger. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead you make it with advantage then and as i come around the bar i kind of give him a little massage on my way down there with my <laughs> did, did we did we check if it was latched <laughs> uh, uh, let's assume you did and it was locked <laughs> did you roll <laughs> yeah okay you take yours then uh i don't know if they're better than mine but go for it <laughs> i rolled a three so did you roll with advantage no, no i did not <laughs> okay here go. we go <laughs> with this strength modifier that's a 15 all right, which is just enough to force the door open. Uh, as you do, poison uh, pours out of a trap oh, no. um, below. I told you, uh, don't so we didn't take a rogue. <laughs> You're a fool if so, you don't. <laughs> Stay away from that. The two of you who made the strength check, go ahead and make a constitution saving throw. Of, of course, I'm like, hey, you should help. <laughs> <laughs> so we both get infected. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you should both be uh, proficient in constitution. I rolled an 18. Okay. So, and what did you get, Mitch? 13. Okay. <laughs> so, we'll start with you, Fifth. Since you saved, you take 11 poison damage. I guess that means I didn't save. <laughs> uh, Samor, you take 22 poison damage. <laughs> and uh, you are poisoned for one hour. Oh, no. Disadvantage, right? Yeah, disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Ugh. Uh yeah. <laughs> I need some blessings, Neil. You're <laughs> fine. Uh, yeah, something Holy like lesser God. restoration could remove that. I will use this moment to pull out all three of my potions and use them all possibly. So. <laughs> I was actually going to say I'm going to pull my potions too. But the poison dissipates so we can go down then? Yeah, you can go down. It's a small set of stone steps and you come into this uncomfortably warm basement, and there's this maze of barrels and crates off to the left-hand side, but it's clear in front of you. And you can see at the corners the huge pillars which create the lava pools up top are passing through the basement. So you see these big columns of stone that are radiating heat. Fixed around each column, there are several large glass beakers filled with a haunting green liquid. And so you have this choice of you can enter the maze or you can sort of go beyond this maze of boxes and crates and just pass by it to see what's like around the corner. So think of the maze as kind of one structure that's off to your left, but it continues on in front of you. And you can make a left past that. And you hear uh, in that area beyond there a voice say, Ugh. You will be worthy when you are recruited to our ranks. I will need people to replace those that you have just disposed of. I think we deal with the voice first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and cast aid on everyone. So I can choose up to three creatures, you guys, 
within range and your hit point maximum increases by five your current hit points and hit point maximum increase by five nice oh so you can see as you walk by this maze of crates and stuff you see that there are heavy sacks of flour in the crates and dried meats and liquors and all the things that you've come to expect up there you pass by along the wall on your right hand side there are some rusty stacks of of tools and stuff sort of hanging along the wall when you make the left past this big maze of boxes you can see all of the elf children are sitting in a circle tied together so it's a couple of elf children and some halfling children and they're all gagged and bound and they look very nervous and then two burly hairy halflings are standing over them each have a warhammer in their hand and they are transitioning into boar humanoid Uh-oh. where boars you hear that voice again and it doesn't come from either of them Yay. Does it come from that direction, though, or no? It does come from that direction. It comes from behind them. I don't suppose you'll go willingly, will you? Never! It's a shame. I would hate to bite these children. Their parents are being sent ransom letters as we speak. They're really the ones we wish to infect. But we'll settle for new soldiers in our army as well. So go ahead and roll initiative. Rolling initiative. Uh, hey, Ogda, just while we do this, how hard was it for you to cure your illness? <laughs> it was kind of a big deal. I was hoping it was just like a quick potion or something, because then, you know, it doesn't matter if they get bit. <laughs> Who cares? Change them back. <laughs> yeah. like, that would have been easy. It's uh, Yeah, it is a big deal to uh, cure lycanthropy. Why are things that aren't fighting never easy? I'm sure we'll figure it out, or (laughs) I'll have to put you down. Who's got above 20? 22. 21. Anybody get above 10? 13. I got a 12. Sam is killing it with all these initiative rolls. Sam, it is you are going first. Sam will reach into his pouch, draw out his net, because I feel like it'd be good to put one of these guys in it. And he will throw a net at one of the werebore. Roll an attack against him. He got for the net a 19. Nice. So that will net the werebore, which means he is restrained. You have another attack that you can use now. I'm going to hit the one without the net. And I got a not nat 20. A not nat 20. But that's still going to hit. The magical scimitar does... 10 points of damage. The non-magical, I also got a non-nat 20. That is 7 points, but that's not the magical one. Nice. That's a good amount of damage we're doing to this guy. So it is the invisible voice's turn who also got 22. Question, why is he invisible? Is he far away? Is he literally invisible? Because I have dark vision. It does not sound like he is far away. You have dark vision, right? But you don't have, like see invisibility no i don't i just wanted to make sure he wasn't like far enough in the darkness that i could that i'm just watching him going dude why are you (laughs) gotcha no no but what does happen is a fireball explodes in the room hitting all of you but i'm so glad i drank all those potions (laughs) uh positioned away from his kids everybody make a reflex saving throw the dc is 14 
I do not make it. 14. I rolled a 15. So. I rolled the 5. So, yeah, no, I didn't make it either. Yep. Not proficient in that. <laughs> Matching it doesn't. You have to beat it. So uh, If you match it, you beat it. Oh, yay. Then it. I yeah. did it. it. <laughs> You're so good at fighting and dodging. I okay. fight the fire. <laughs> so it is uh, 22 fire damage to those of you who failed. There goes my force field. Oh, fire wow. resistant. <laughs> 12 fire Dragon damage mode. to those of you who succeeded. Let's go ahead. Tian, it is your turn. Do I have one of the silver forks? Did I grab one of those, or do I not? Yeah, I would assume you definitely have one of those silver forks. You have a bandolier of silverware. <laughs> You're going to turn into uh, the blue Raja from uh, Mystery Men, <laughs> throwing silver forks. I imagine that you that we kind of together made you brass knuckles out of the forks. <laughs> right. I was going to grip them uh, by the handles with the, the tines facing down and use them to climb up the back of one of the boars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dealing damage as I do. The idea being to sort of, if I could, acrobatics up onto his back, using them to get up there and then jab them sort of into the squishy bits of his face. Nice, nice. Okay, yeah, go ahead and roll an acrobatics check. Gonna go after the one in the net, because I feel like that would be a bit easier than going after the guy that could actively get rid of me. That would be a lot easier. Yeah, you'll have advantage on the check since Ooh, he is cool. restrained. So you are going to try to climb your way up him? Yep. <laughs> so go ahead and make a two fork attacks. Use your plus seven <laughs> Bonus. Uh, <laughs> make one to climb up his back, and then we'll make another one to uh, jab him. Cool, cool. The forks is strong with this one. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay, so seven plus uh, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 22. Okay, that's a hit. Yay. Roll for damage or roll to... No, no, that was rolling to climb. Now I have to roll Yeah, but it's presumably you're going to do damage as you're climbing up him with yep. a fork. Yeah, cool. okay. So roll a d4 and add four. So six. And it is a silver fork, so yep. it's going to do full damage. <laughs> so this attack, you want to stab him in the eye? Is that what you said? Well, in the squidgy bits of his face. So the eye could work. Gotcha. You're just trying to face stab him. Yeah. Got it. So yeah. go ahead, roll again. You still have advantage because he's restrained. Oh, uh, wait, I get to re-roll ones. You do. That's I'm a lucky. Oh, nice. I almost had a mild... Oh, that would have been terrible. <laughs> That's funny. That's our first one we had tonight, wasn't it? But you get to re-roll it. <laughs> I got a 12. Oh, that hits. Yay. <laughs> so roll damage again, another D4. Okay, another six. Ugh, he is upset. So it is time for the werebores to go. The first werebore is going to use its action to try to break free of the net. While I'm still on top of him. And he will fail <laughs> to do so. Oh, good. The second one is going to attack Samor <gasps> as they are locked in Mortal Kombat. Uh, Mortal Kombat. First, he'll attack with a warhammer, and then he's going to try to tusk you. Oh, goodness. Your AC is 16. Uh, yes. So he does tusk you for Oof. 10 slashing damage. Oh, goodness. Is that how I might change? <laughs> Go ahead and make Tusks. a constitution saving throw. <laughs> Should I have not said anything? Oh, <laughs> goodness. I am... Oh, gosh. <laughs> you, If you have inspiration, 
Uh, I don't. <laughs> I used it. Uh, Other I... people who have inspiration can give it to you if they want I'll to. give you my inspiration. You, or you could are become my a favorite person. Board. I hope that this roll, because of the, uh, my first one was rolled under a 10. So this one, uh, <laughs> I really hope this comes out good. Nat 20 on the inspiration. Oh, Thank you, man. Nice. So inspired. The friendship is sailing. You saved me. <laughs> you completely saved me. Hector didn't have to murder you. <laughs> oh, thank and you, then Matt. bad news, because you are critically hit with the Warhammer. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I might die anyway. <laughs> uh, for 13 damage. Okay, 13 okay. Damage. I am looking pretty stinking bad. I'm not okay. down, but I am looking bad. In terms of a movie, we just watched the cells fight each other and, oh, yeah. and, and then hit, those cells died and then it zoomed out and you were kind of like smiling about it and then the warhammer came and just <laughs> exactly oh fantastic that is the end of their turn it is your turn fifth so i am going to level the star lance and start lighting up the boar who just smacked sam because i still can't see the other guy right He's still invisible. I don't know why that's in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm frustrated by it. You can, as an action, take a moment to try to perceive to see where he is, but that is your full action. You could then use it to like point out to other people, I think he's over there. Or you could try other ways of making him visible, whatever you would like to try. I don't think that using any of my light spells are gonna help me making him visible, but I do know that my rifle is gonna help make the boars not alive. Yes. So I'm going to do that. That's a good thing. Right, Sam appreciates that. <laughs> two shots into the guy with the hammer. 16 hit? Uh, 16 does hit. Okay, then a 20-something uh, definitely hit. Yep. 15 damage total. Whoa, okay. Nice. And it is Agda's turn as this guy takes two shots to the chest. Well, I know what to do. I'll go heal Sam. Oh, thanks. <laughs> So for 19. 19, nice. You guys are the best of friends. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Healing and somehow inspiring me. <laughs> Sam, it is your turn. I am going to use both of my attacks on the boar that is up on hand. Regular weapon. I got a 19, which is for me is a crit. Oh, nice. And then the offhand, I got a 14, which... Not a hit is against not, this okay. wearable. Yeah. So the first hit comes in with I do 11 points of damage on my crit then I will come and I will attack him again nice both of my next attacks will completely whiff I completely miss oh I'm sorry to hear that Sam might be too if uh, this <laughs> thing doesn't go down <laughs> <laughs> at this point on the cleric uh oh <laughs> yeah get ready so Agda you need to make a constitution saving throw is this poison related? It is not. It is necrotic related. Dang. Ah! <laughs> That's not in my Wrong dwarven target. repertoire. <laughs> but you're probably pretty good at constitution saving. I am. I have an 18. I forgot that. So I, that's a 19 total. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure my flesh is still going to melt some. So he cast the spell Blight, which targets one creature and does 88 necrotic damage on a failed save. Or half as much. So half oh, no. of 45 <laughs> uh, is 23. 
So you take 23 necrotic. Wow, that is amazing spell. My insides are now my outsides. (laughs) (laughs) And that is the end of his turn. Tia, it is your turn. Fantastic. Okay, so which of us is feeling the worst of wear right now? Uh, The cleric. The cleric, the one that heals us. Save the Um, most important. I'm going to (laughs) do a bonus action and use my combat superiority to rally. Nice. Spend one die and choose a friendly creature who can hear me. Can you hear me? Yes, you're a fighter. (laughs) Yes, I am. (laughs) And I get to give you the die roll plus... It says your charisma modifier in temp HP, which I think means my charisma modifier, um, which is zero because I'm not charismatic. So you get to roll one D8 and you get that much temp HP. Nice. So that means you can still attack. Yes. Because it's a bonus action. Yeah. You get to roll that. Yay, it's a seven. Nice. I am still kneeling on the bore in the net. One knee either shoulder, I'm imagining. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crossbow bolt down through the top of the head. Nice, nice. And we will, of course, give you advantage on this because he is restrained and you are riding him. Lovely. <laughs> so attack number one, and I got a natural 20. Whew. Fantastic. <laughs> with your fork? With, no, no, with, with the, it was with the crossbow. Oh, okay, um, that's right, I forgot. Which, it's not that silver. That was a powerful fork. <laughs> yeah, it saying. was a powerful fork. Did um, you shoot the fork out of the crossbow? Because... <laughs> That would be fantastic. <laughs> he Robin Hooded the fork. No, I. This is why didn't. he is the greatest fighter. <laughs> no, no, it just just a crossbow. Um, and so that was thirteen. Thirteen. And then second one is, oh, a two. So it does nothing. Did you roll twice with advantage? Yeah, I did. It, it was a two or a one. <laughs> that is sad advantage. Uh, okay. Oh wait, I get to re-roll ones. Does you that still work? Ones. Yeah, it does. Oh. Ah. 18! Alright, that's that's a hit. Oh, I keep forgetting that I'm lucky. Awesome. We don't. (laughs) We know you're lucky. We can't afford to. (laughs) And that was a 3 plus 5. So that's another 8 damage. Both these guys not looking their best. So the first one is going to again try to break out of the net. And fails miserably once again. (laughs) That stinks. The other guy, seeing his friend, is going to go ahead and try to Warhammer Samor once more. Oh, goodness. Uh, Non-natural 20. Okay, that's better than a natural. (laughs) Eight bludgeoning damage. And then he will attempt to tusk you once again. The tusk (laughs) will miss. Very barely. Just grazes your cheek. I I look Uh, back at Agda and I'm just like, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It is Fitz's turn. I am going to use a combat maneuver. I am going to use disarming attack. Nice. And I'm going to try to disarm the guy who's trying to beat Sam to death. Okay. (laughs) Those are the best of friends, I gotta say. (laughs) So I expend a superiority die when I hit him, and then he takes a strength check to see if he holds on to his warhammer. So that is a 15. Okay, that hits. And the damage is 8. And you did indeed hit, and I rolled a one. So okay. you shoot his hands, and his warhammer goes flying across the room. Excellent. And you know what? Yes. Just just for fun, I'm going to put the other shot right into him as well. And do you do extra damage, too? Yeah, an extra seven damage to that attack. <laughs> wow, jeez. 
And my next attack was also a 17. That is also a hit. They're eight damage. This boar, this werebore, guys. <laughs> He's not doing good. He looks like an unsteady bebop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Agda, it is your turn. I'm going to heal myself. Physician, heal thyself. Because at this point, that makes the most sense. So I will heal myself for 19. Nice. Back to Samor. I'm going to use two regular on-hand attacks. And then as my bonus action, I'm going to use second wind, giving myself a little bit of a, a health boost. Oh, nice. I got a crit one, complete whiff. My next one is a 19. A 19 is going to hit. Eight points of damage. He is terrible, you guys. And I will second win for very little health. That's good, though. It's it's something, right? <laughs> a lightning bolt shoots out. You guys can see about 10 feet to the left of Samor, this lightning bolt comes out. It shoots across Samor and also across Agda, hitting both of you. Oh, across means through, huh? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, uh, very, very so I was like, oh, man, good thing it went across me. Yeah, across your insides. <laughs> Go ahead, both of you, and make a dexterity saving throw. DC 14. Nope. <laughs> nope. I am not resistant to lightning. Both of you take 28 lightning damage. Uh, Sam Moore goes down. No! Ah! Is Agda That's a shocking. Up? Yeah, how much was it? 28. Tian, it is your turn. I am so scared right now. <laughs> so this fellow that I'm I'm still He's still, still stuck in the him. net, he's, yeah. He's still stuck. He's still up. Mm-hmm. Wow. He's a tough guy. Also, you're the only one who's been hitting it, so. Ah. I'm going to jab him in the neck with the fork. Go ahead. 15? Yeah, that'll hit. Fantastic. It's 16. Lovely. So. Both hit. Both hit. That's six. And. Ah! Eight. Ah, he's spouting blood out of tiny holes on his neck. Uh... <laughs> but he's still up somehow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this guy has been near death for a while. Wereboys are super tough, so when I said near death, I meant at half his hit points, which is yeah. still quite a bit. So let's see. It is the werebore's turn. This guy is bound and determined to not escape from... Wow, (laughs) I've rolled a two, a three, and a five so far. That net came in handy. (laughs) (laughs) It really, really did. This is the best (laughs) net usage I've ever seen, and he doesn't have a slashing weapon. Otherwise, he would just cut himself out of it. Nets, one point of gold from your 5e handbook. (laughs) Well worth it. Uh, Yeah, this is a great net infomercial. The other one (laughs) doesn't have his Warhammer, but he is going to try to tusk Agda and misses. And that is all that he can do. So it is now Fifth's turn. I am going to use my bonus action to do my second wind. Okay. Just going to take a breath and think about my yoga poses. (laughs) And get back not enough hit points. The boar that is standing looks very close to not standing. So I'm going to put two into the boar that's standing because I want to kill him before I worry about Mr. Invisible. How does a 18 sound? Sounds like a hit to me. 11 damage. All right, that first shot will drop him. Yes. As a, a 
fantabulous fountain of radiant energy shoots out of his body. You can attack the other one who has Tian climbing all over its back, or you can try to seek <laughs> out. Or I can try to, or I can try to what? Uh, or you could just take a blind guess at where this guy is. I'm going to take that blind guess. Okay. I'm going to shoot in the area where the lightning emanated from. Okay, so you will make this attack roll with disadvantage. I attack the darkness. I am going to attack the darkness. <laughs> 15. A 15. <laughs> yeah, that is good. And that is going to actually hit. Go ahead, roll damage. Fantastic. Oh man, I might actually I might actually do this bonus action thing now if I if if I don't have to roll disadvantage the whole time. <laughs> okay, it definitely was a disadvantaging shot because I only hit him for five. That's still good. You hear a ah! as he lets out a cry. However, he does not become visible. Though invisibility is a concentration spell, so hitting him can break uh, his invisibility. There's not like blood floating in the air now, like that I can see. Right? <laughs> no, you d you don't see anything like that. I think I made the right choice here, guys. You do knock him back into the crates, and you see some of the goods, the flower and the fish and stuff. Uh, oh, so that's shaky. where he is. Gotcha. Ooh, wait, hold. So the flower puffs up? Ah, there is flower <laughs> indeed back there. Yes. Uh, Look for footsteps. <laughs> it is your turn, Agda. I'm going to use my last third level spell, and I have no second level spells, but I will cast Mass Healing Word, and everyone will get... Everyone will get healed for 11 points. And that not only stabilizes me, but I am awake now, yes? So yeah, so 11. the healing comes from zero. Yep, that's so what I you should be at 11. Yeah, yep, yeah. perfect. <sighs> I will also cast Bless, because the Mass Healing Words is a bonus action. So when you cast a bonus action spell, the only other spells you can cast are Cantrip. <gasps> you can't, yeah. <sighs> or you can use your action to attack. Or Okay, whatever. well then, both the Werebores are dead, right? No, the one Werebore is still up. He's caught in the net. Oh no, then I'll just walk over there. I really thought he was dead. So you have advantage on attack rolls against him, because he's restrained. Thanks for that, because now I rolled a 20 instead of a 3. Nice. Yeah. So that's a critical hit. What are you using? A Warhammer. Nice. Well, that will certainly end him. Done. Upon him. So now it's just this invisible mage who it, you have to contend with. Samor, it is your turn again. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm up. Thank you, yeah. uh, healer. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Neil. So I will use my move action to get up. And I will draw both of my hand crossbows. No. Can I pick up my net? I mean, I'm right next to the guys, right? Sure. I'm going to pick up my net and throw my net and, ho and even with disadvantage, which doesn't matter because I completely forgot that I had poison. So, well, oh, I guess we right. should, <laughs> I guess yeah, we should uh, okay. just okay. pretend that ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> So did I. I forgot to. Don't worry. If we're in hindsight in the poison, we can all feel better that I didn't realize that I could heal you of the poison. There we go. Uh, there oh, go. yeah. So retcon, retcon healed. So retcon, Perfect. you were healed of the poison. <laughs> uh, thanks for healing me back then. You're welcome. <laughs> so I will, at disadvantage, because I can't see him, throw this net. And I got a nat 20, but that was the better dice. So my worst dice is probably not going to hit with just a 10. That will not hit. The The net uh, falls short, uh, falling in front of the crates. I tried, guys. 
That could have been so great. <laughs> we are back to its turn. You see three bolts of magical force, which you all, of course, recognize as magic missile from the evil mages you fought in your past, flit out. But instead of hitting any of you, they smash into these flasks of green liquid that no. are around the columns of lava. And lava starts pouring out of these things, covering the floor of the basement. Oh, no. Uh, the floor uh, is lava. <laughs> this didn't sound terrible enough. Let's just remember that there are a bunch of children tied up to the floor. Right. And you also have a woman who's chained at the ankles yep. traveling with you. Yeah, but she's upstairs, oh, isn't she? Gosh. No, no, we brought her. We, 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 she's why, she's definitely no, seated on the we bottom were, step. We were afraid of what would happen if we left her behind. <laughs> <laughs> it is Tian's turn. I want to get off the floor. <laughs> there were shelves and things, weren't there? Yeah, so right now the acid is has eating through the stone, and it's just starting to seep out and cover the floor. So it, it, the floor isn't completely lava yet. Is there anything sort of alkaline that I could use to counter the acid? Wow, that's a really interesting question. Science! <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I don't know enough chemistry to answer your question hmm. completely. Uh, but we'll say it's magic acid, and it's it's doing its thing. Ah, massive. <laughs> <laughs> the terrifying it thing, do we know where it is now? Because we found it before, but... It might have moved on its turn, yeah. right? Yeah. You did see where three magic missiles flew out from. Back near back near the crates of flour. Yes. Okay. I'm going to attack the darkness with my crossbow. Okay. So you roll with disadvantage. Yep. And I got a three. Oh, come on. Okay. <laughs> That'll <laughs> miss. Attack a second time. And I got another three. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're nothing if not consistent. Fifth, it is your turn. I am going to make a beeline directly for the uh, children. Oh, yeah, I forgot about them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and try to start getting them up and out. Uh, so they're all chained together in, like, a circle at the hands. Oh, it's chains. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Are they attached to the floor or something, or can they move as a chain? They could move as a chain, but they're all in a circle chained together. You know what I mean? Like, they're not in a line. How strong are you? Nah, not that strong. <laughs> Just pick them up and drag them. Uh, yeah. Since they're in a circle chain, can I use my longsword or my hand axe to maybe break a link so at least they can be a line chain and then they can function better and at least get up the stairs and get, bed and get Betty out of here? Yeah, yeah. How do you want to do this? You can either attack the chain or you can sort of use it as a pry bar. One is just a normal attack. The other is a strength check. I feel like the strength check would be a better option. Okay. I don't know why I feel that way, but I do. Because you might chop off some fingers. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, um, and I'm going to use the magic longsword because I feel like maybe that's the best way to do it. Nice. Yeah. So because it's a magic weapon, you'll have advantage on this. Check. Oh, cool. All right. So I draw my, my very strangely feather-looking longsword that's been imbued with power from a unicorn, and I say, all right, kids, here we go. <laughs> Oh, nice. 19. Yeah, yeah, that'll do well it. You done. break one of the links, so now they are able to form a line. Okay, so I, I look at them, and I kind of, like, touch all their faces really awkwardly, and I'm like, <laughs> kids, kids, listen to me. Grab the young girl and br go upstairs, all of you, and get out of here. Okay, make a charisma check 
And if you have persuasion, add that to see if they panic on their way up the steps. <laughs> I do not have persuasion, but I am I am a generally likable person because I'm naturally <laughs> charismatic because of my bronze skin. All right, it's not too difficult a thing. Okay, I rolled a 13. Okay, that's enough. They are they nod and they get up and one of them on the end who has a hand free extends it to Betra. And they start making their way up the steps. Now they are all perfectly in line for a lightning bolt. Agda, it is your turn. (laughs) I can't cast lightning bolt, so I'll do something else. Oh, wait, no, that's not what you did. The only thing I can think to do is to run and dive into the flower and try and throw it around. That is not a terrible idea. You can absolutely do that. No check required. You dive into the flower, a huge cloud of flower comes up, and you can see the outline now, everyone, of, of a were-rat in robes. Uh. <laughs> Splinter! Yeah. <laughs> so, so you guys can easily see him now uh, make attacks, and Sam, or it is your turn. I'm going to make a beeline for... The flower as well. <laughs> the net, and <laughs> I'm going to grab it and throw it once again at this rat. Nice. And I got a 15. That is just enough to cover this rat with your net. Holy smokes. Uh, You caught the rat emperor. Get the children out of here. Now you get to make another attack if you'd like. Yeah, I I, I think I'd like to do that. Uh, (laughs) With advantage because he's restrained. Oh, yeah. Thank you once again for healing me of that poison so long ago. (laughs) This is the best use Uh, of a net ever. Oh, man, this net is fantastic. This is not our story. This is the story (laughs) of this net. (laughs) I (laughs) I got a 14 to hit. Yeah, you hit. And I got max damage, which is 11 points of damage. Oh, boy, this mage. It does not like taking 11 points of damage. <laughs> Good. Well, I wouldn't know how that feels because all I remember are things like 22 and 23. <laughs> <laughs> you would like 11 yeah, points of damage. It great. <laughs> it feels great. So on the mage's turn, he's going to cast a spell called Misty Step, which allows him to teleport out of the area, although he is still in a flower-ridden area, so he can still be seen. Uh, The lava begins to flow more across the floor on his turn. Floor is like 25% covered in lava at this point, but you guys are still safe, although it's, it's coming towards you. And he is going to cast a fireball at all of you once again. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so everybody... We were hoping he was out of those. <laughs> this is his last one. Everybody make a dexterity saving throw. 14 is to make it? Yeah. 16. Well, thank goodness for fire resistance. I got a 13. 20, 20. Those who failed take only 20 damage. What a snoozer of a fireball. Oh my Uh, gosh, I look terrible. Those who succeed (laughs) take 10. (laughs) Okay, and it is now Tian's turn. Tian, you can see this mage. I am on fire. (laughs) Are you unconscious? No. I am a fighter. I thought you said you were on fire. fire. Gotcha. He said both. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> no, I'm not unconscious. Uh, I am very much uh, awake and feeling the burn, as they say in the gym. <laughs> I would like to hurt this rat. Do it. 
I fire my crossbow. Can I use my inspiration to give myself advantage? Yes. Fantastic. I do exactly that thing. Bump. It barely helps. I got a 13. Ah, that is a miss. Ah. And then the second attack, I got a 20. Natural 20? Natural. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Which is maths. 21. All right, you see your bolt hits this guy in the b- belly and he falls to the ground. Like a bowl full of jelly. He becomes visible and transforms into an elf as he falls into the ground and the lava runs over his body. Oh no, I wanted to pick him up. (laughs) I guess there's no saving him now. (laughs) You guys proceed, presumably now that the battle is over, back up the steps. I do so with post haste. (laughs) So you make your ways back up the stairs and see that all of the children are, to his credit, unharmed. Um, They have not been bitten. Yes. Searching the room upstairs, you see that if there were any other lycanthropes here, they have cleared out. But you do all find some interesting magical items amongst the rooms. You find a spy fly. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's from your website. That's from my website. I thought about picking that, but I didn't. (laughs) Uh, And and a pair of cheater's gloves, uh, which give you advantage. Also from your website. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Also from my website. I feel bad that I couldn't (laughs) use the item I took from your website. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry about that. Uh, I, I, I feel like I'll do it on the way out so i just spin this ring on my finger and i turn into a a big golden hyena and nice. i just trot out of the end <laughs> making sure that this experience is traumatic as possible for these children <laughs> right they're like oh no a were hyena <laughs> this just went from bad to worst <laughs> yeah and so that concludes the adventure as you all walk out of the and presumably this building now burning down as well. <laughs> oh, no. With, this one's more like melting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, the foundation collapses and then... With my backpack heavily laden. You walk outside. You see the wagon and all of your four of your horses mysteriously resurrected. And you see trotting off in the distance a unicorn making oh. its way through the forest. <laughs> Woohoo! Ardelis. Thank you, Ardelis. Thank you for listening to The Rat Den. This concludes our adventure. If you want to hear more about the world of Exploration Age and how this game went, listen to me chat with Mitch in our conclusion interview. It's really great. I'd also like to thank all of the people who come to check out my blog and listen to The Tome Show, and mostly I want to thank my brother, Andrew, for getting me into this hobby. I love you.
Dead Horses.